And now, on with the show. Hello, listeners. Welcome once again to a brand new installment of Film Fracas in Space. Space. I am your host for today, uh, Carter the Porglet Spilliards. Spilliards. I have with me on my left, uh, Brett the... The uh, Remains of Alderaan. Do it. Uh, Johnson. Happy to be here. Uh, We have uh, Robbie... I am the Senate. DeShazer? Not yet. <laughs> and uh, we've got with us once again, Phoenix Unlimited Power Zorola. Hey. So, <laughs> once again, filling in for uh, Shannon. Uh, so, thank you for being here, Phoenix. No today. problem. I, I you, made, you made this day very easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, of course. So. Happy very, happy, very happy. Thank happy you for doing back. that. Luckily, you have seen the Star Wars movies. Yes, yes. <laughs> this came in handy. <laughs> I didn't have to do a, a quick watch. I can just recall from no. memory. We're gonna, uh, we are going to have to stop and watch all of these scenes similar to our Kill Bill episode. No, no. No, that is <laughs> no. false. No? That is Wait, what happened? Ooh. Very false. Oh, our Kill Bill episode, we stopped in the middle to watch the crazy 88 scene. Oh, right. Because it had been <laughs> like years that. since I, Brett had I seen hadn't, it. I didn't remember it very well, but I had started watching it before we were recording. So I was like, the movie's pulled up right over there. We could just skip to the scene, take the five minutes to watch it, and come back. So that's what we did. Yeah. I, okay. It was yeah. I. Yeah, it was good. It, it didn't end up how I wanted it to, but it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about this week, Carter? We are talking about, this is episode three, right? Episode three. Revenge so of the Fracas. Revenge of the Fracas. But our, our category this week is a little confusing in its name, but it's Best Revenge of the Sith. So, we know our winner. Basically, basically how, this, how this works is in every Star Wars movie, there is a moment where the villains gain the upper hand. And so it's, it's or perhaps they're slowly gaining it the whole movie, or it's a sudden twist or so. At one point or another, the villains have the upper hand. At one point, all hope seems lost. Yeah. Sometimes they have a victory. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they, they straight, straight up win. Yeah. And so this this one is really about like what's the best point in which that occurs at or, all. Of yeah. The, the yeah. best way that the best way that they the best way that the a... movies communicate it and do that. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. So we have seven movies or eight. Oh. Eight movies. Eight, to movies. eight movies remaining. Yeah. yeah. At the end of this episode, we will have seven movies remaining. Yes. This is where we usually start a season, so I feel like there's just a lot ahead. Yeah. All let's, right. Uh, um, let's get right into it. Carter, right. what's your first one? On? My number one. Uh, let me pull it up. My number one is going to be, this might be controversial, um, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. I have the same thing. I um, <laughs> did you really think this was controversial? Well, you... okay, because I had a, I was torn between this and Empire. Empire is my number two. And I I'm sitting in the same um, spot. And so I think the only reason I pull Revenge of the Sith higher than Empire is that Revenge of the Sith, going into it, you know that this has to end with them winning. And yes. so the whole movie is just in. Sl- it's like watching a car crash in slow motion. You like <laughs> the whole movie is them slowly getting the upper hand. I mean, no other Star Wars movie literally has a genocide in it. Oh, this straight it's up. Like, does. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Alderaan. I don't know if Alderaan, that's a, the Republic. I, I mean, <laughs> yes. I don't they, know if a they, planetary destruction. 
That's more of a genocide yeah. than killing. I guess that's, yeah, that's all a of the big, <laughs> huge that's genocide. True. How many Jedi do you think there are compared Star to? Starkiller Base killed like five planets. Yeah, yeah. they destroyed the, the entire Republic. All of this to say, this one yeah, doesn't keep, show keep, you keep a going. genocide. Keep, keep going. It, it doesn't as, show you as as explicitly. It's, in, yeah, it's very gunning personal. Down, yeah, gunning down individual people everywhere, destroying an entire building, destroying younglings, and then yeah, and like murdering children and. This one is just a lot more in your face about like the bad guys are winning, and then even at the end, like Yoda, Yoda, the ultimate Jedi, like can't win. Obi Wan, you know, wins the fight. Wins but, the fight, but not the battle, yeah. so to speak. The <laughs> wins war. the battle, but not the war. Not the war. Yeah. But uh, wins the fight, but not, not the, the battle. battle. It's like uh, those are the same <laughs> battle, but not the war. I'm sorry. But overall, they're all kind of fail. I mean, Padme dies, you know, from a broken heart. She just has lost the will to Ooh, live. Bah. But to me, I just think there's no other movie that's quite as hopeless as the end of this one, except for at the very end when they're like, but don't forget, Luke was born. Because you already know that they win at the end. But if you're just looking at the movie on its own, this is easily where you're like, ah, all of the bad guys have won. Yeah. 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 So I, I I completely agree. I don't, you know, there's... There's nothing so dark as watching the entire Republic fall, you know, because it's really because it's the culmination of all the dark stuff from the previous two movies in the, in that trilogy. Yeah. Like everything's been building and that's why the prequels after, after they all came out, they're actually pretty good to watch together because you can watch that slow build Mm -hmm. to the, you know, revenge of the Sith. And you can see, you know, the seeds being sown throughout, you know, the Phantom Menace and, by the end, you're like, yeah, this, everything's fucked, you know? Mm-hmm. So, definitely, I think, the best revenge of the Sith. Turning, you know, a Jedi war hero into, you know, a Dark Lord of the Sith. <laughs> Brett, what was your number one? My number one was Revenge of the Sith was it? for a lot of the same reasons, because it's like... Uh, I mean, while there may be genocide in the other movies, you don't see yeah, you don't one, see people straight up kill children, yeah. which is pretty big. But then, even aside from like Darth Vader coming around, like the big bad of the original trilogy, which is a pretty major thing. Even aside from that, it's also like the Empire is yeah. here, and like the Empire the crumbling of controls democracy. everything. Like, yeah, that moment. Yeah, that moment yeah, when he says, "A new galactic empire." Like, oh, like yeah, and so it's really just kind of like it's just showing you all the bad guys that were the bad guys from the original trilogy. It's like, oh yeah, they're here. They have won. Like they're going to be around for a while. And so I think there, I don't think there is any bigger victory or revenge of the Sith than revenge Revenge of the the Sith. Sith. This was a little bit tougher than I was anticipating, but I also had revenge of the Sith. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, well then this is an easy one. Not a controversial (laughs) pick. It sounds like we are all in agreement. This was the easiest one to rank for me. Like I after, thought there after would this, be more pushback for Empire. Everything right? was just no, like, ah. Uh. Because a, it's my number two. I like almost overthought it. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, it's, it's yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Because yeah. of what y'all were all saying. Like it's the biggest loss they've yeah. ever had. And it, it they shows killing children. Mm-hmm. And like while there's genocide in the other ones, this is one where, I mean, they kill... The people that could stop them in the first place. Exactly. The gen- like, the, well, the genocide and the other two, they're kind of faceless, nameless people. Like, mm-hmm. it's right. a planet. But you don't see anyone on Alderaan. Yeah. The planet's yeah. just destroyed. Yeah. We see the people in the Republic, but 
you just see them. Yeah, yeah you're, they're oh, like, oh, what's going on? Oh, we're dead. Yeah. yeah. But I think even bigger than that is like seeing Alderaan blow up is mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. But you know that there's a, a resistance trying to fight them. Yeah. In Revenge of the Sith, you're seeing the people who could fight them all, all get all getting destroyed. annihilated. It'd be like watching the rebels just all get killed. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So yeah. it has to be the biggest loss and yeah. the yeah. biggest um, one, Revenge of the Sith. Yep. All right, so number one for our group list is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Very fitting for our yeah. episode. Uh, number two, I've already said yep. my number two. It's Empire. Say, let it slip. Mine was Empire as well. Mine was also Empire. Okay. I need to double check, but I think it was. Yeah, it was Empire. Yeah. Awesome. Let's just, let's just we'll talk, just talk about, about Empire. Empire. So this one is in a similar boat. It's not quite as dire. Um, everyone's a little down and out. You it's know. the definition Han, of dark middle yeah, chapter. Exactly. Though. Han Solo's basically dead for yeah, all like, you know for all intents and like, purposes. Ascent, like, ascent, like the figureheads yeah. of the rebellion have been defeated. And so like, it's like it ends pretty hopeless. Luke it's is, like, you know, Luke, yeah, Luke trained with Yoda, but didn't listen to him and has his. Luke has his, has his shit pushed in the entire movie. Leia's just kind of like around. She's like, I can't. Leia's kind of helpless. Yeah, Han gets frozen in carbonite, and it's like, yeah, it's just like, can the rebellion recover from this? Is there Luke pretty be- much commits suicide at the end. If we, if we really think about, it. he's like, I'd rather jump down this hole. I have no idea it's what's down like, there. Then yeah, it's just like, is there then, any, any hope left after this? Yeah, like yeah. that movie easily could have ended with Luke just. Falling off of Cloud City and dying. Like, I mean, it's just like the whole movie's a loss. Yeah. Like, even yeah. in Revenge of the Sith, which has the biggest loss, there's at least some victories here and there. Yeah. This one, like, this one is a loss all, on all accounts. Yeah. It everyone, is a net loss. Every everyone fight. loses every single scene where there's a like yeah. fight. They lose. Yeah. Because starting with the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. They have to evacuate. Yeah. They have to evacuate. Luke. Luke. It starts with Luke getting attacked by a Wampa. And it's like, okay, things aren't going to go good for Luke. Things aren't going to go well for the Rebellion. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like you said. It's just all downhill from from the start. They're running away, and then when they find a place where they can hide, they get found out and captured. And when Luke is training, he tries to fight Vader and loses. There's not a single victory in this entire movie, so it has to be one of the like one of the. You have to take the small victories where you can get them, which is escaping a worm thing. Yeah, they're being able to take down one ATAT. Their like, win is that they didn't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's much. their win. That's basically, it. and that they can escape. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's definitely hopeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, number two, Empire Strikes Back. All right, my number three was Return of the Jedi. And elaborate. Okay, so where I was at with this one was that. If you're looking at the movie, they're, you know, this is coming back from that, and they get Han, that's a win. But they go into it, and it's it's a trap. Like, the whole, like, the Empire was waiting for them, the Empire was ready. Like, they had the upper hand there for a long time. And it was yeah. like, if they hadn't found the Ewoks to help out, if they hadn't had all these other things, then they probably could not have pulled it off. Like a whole the bunch lucky of lucky group of rebels lucks yeah, at, into winning. Basically, at their last stand, they yeah they get a, a lucky break, and like you're looking at you know the ships outside, they're like oh, I don't even know if we're gonna be able to you know destroy it, um, and then if you're even looking on a smaller scale, like in the Death Star, you have the whole like Emperor is saying you know come to the dark side, and it's like at any moment Luke could have turned you yeah. know to the He's, he was he was at his most vulnerable there. 
to the dark side. And it wasn't until he finally was like, you've lost, I'm a Jedi. But leading up into that, like when Darth Vader's like, your sister, you have a sister. And then he turns, he uses his anger. He uses his anger and his hatred, you know. And it wasn't until he sees his father's like him, you know, that he's like, no, I'll, I'll be a Jedi. But it's, it's almost everything leading up to the final moment. You don't know, you know, they, they don't look like they're going to win. And then they do. Uh, is this, are we talking about Return of the Jedi or are we just going around? We can, we can, we can go around. Yeah. Hello, go to Phoenix. Okay. okay. I had The Last Jedi for my number, my third place. Similarly to Empire. I also have The Last Jedi, so. Similarly to Empire, it's kind of a big loss for most of the way. I mean, Luke dies. That's insane that we have. You only get yeah. Luke back for a minute to the road. Really? Like- yeah. If it wasn't for Luke to save them, they would have all been killed by the AT-ATs. Had them cornered in. They had no one to stop them. It took the sacrifice of Luke to save all of them. But besides that, like, they're similarly in Empire. That whole movie, you watch the resistance dwindle down. Yeah, it opens with them running away, and then they somehow get out of the way, but they're, like, still, like, we need to figure out a plan to move more because uh, the the destroyer's coming. Um, and they, uh, they just barely escape, but in a way where so many of their... Like, so many people die. Mm-hmm. Luke dies. So many people in the Resistance dies. Uh, the other thing I was thinking of is Kylo has an opportunity to be redeemed there and choose actively. So the same thing you're talking about with Luke, where he actively chooses to be a Jedi, and he's that close. Yeah. The Sith get their I revenge there, say, and Kylo chooses to be yeah, bad. Kylo's like he, given the option in like by Rey in the, in the, the throne room to yeah. like, come with me, help me, be a good guy, and he chooses to be a bad guy. Yeah. He choose he chooses power over over being yeah. doing the right thing, which is the ultimate Sith move. Yeah. Yeah. Ky- Kylo may be whiny, he may be everything else, but like that is one hundred percent the Sith coming it's in that, making and I was gonna say it's in e- that moment. That even like, in their like yeah, and even in their seeming win where they think they're gonna beat Snoke, it turns out that Kylo s- stays bad, and so that's a loss. Also, when they think they I wouldn't say like the Kylo like Kylo killing Snoke is a, still a win. Like a it's a small victory, but it's like a bittersweet one because they yeah, don't actually. I wouldn't say it's a straight failure. Like it's not yeah. a loss of the of the good guys. It's definitely but, a triumph. But there's also there's also it's also, there's a, also big, a big Sith move yeah. for the apprentice to kill the master. That's yeah, like, yeah, that's that's true. If too. we're talking mythology of Star Wars, that is yeah. 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 But they're not. Sith. There's also Finn and Rose getting sold out by the what's his name, the Lock guy. Oh, DJ. DJ yeah. yeah, that was like a way to like maybe fight back. Or help run, run away. Where were they trying to get it? They, like, went to him to unlock something, but he, like, sold them out, and then yeah. they almost died. And so that plan backfired. So then all they had to do was go into the caves, and then they started losing there. I just think it's a big loss. Yeah, I agree. It's That movie is a net loss with a hopeful ending, which makes it different than Empire. But yes, it's still... It's still pretty it's still, bad. I, even though the First Order is in much worse shape than they start out. The first order has the upper hand. They, you know, yeah, they have a Supreme leader now with nothing to lose. They've, you know, I mean like now at this, even at this point, even though the resistance is in shambles and maybe has hope to come back, like at this point, the first order has nothing to lose and is going to fight to the fucking end. Like basically where I'm at with the last Jedi is like the reason it's not higher on my list is both, parties are in dire straits like 
the First Order is only the one ship now. Like, they lost their entire foundation, their entire base, their entire everything. Well, their supreme yeah. leader. Their supreme... Like, like they're in just as much in shambles as the Resistance is. And, like, when you look at it, I mean, it seems like they might have the upper hand, but, like, the Resistance is always just out of their reach. And so the Resistance is pretty much always safe and always, like, just staying ahead the entire movie, even though they're being chased. And so it's like neither party... This, for me, is like a net loss on both sides. Like, neither yeah. neither party actually has the upper hand, really, the whole movie. and just kind of a tit-for-tat back and forth. I suppose so, but, like, at the end of the movie, it's clear as day that the Resistance would have lost, unless Not Luke saved... Not necessarily, because... They were cornered? They just, well, the they needed, well, they just needed any kind of distraction. So had anyone else gone out to be a sacrifice other than Luke... Who else besides Luke could have stopped Kylo? I mean, yeah, Leia. no one else could have. No, Leia couldn't have gotten Kylo out of that ship like that. Yeah, I mean, and Ray wasn't there. I think that would. I, I think it would have been argued. I think Leia probably could have. I don't know. I mean, Han tried. I know Force Han Awakening. tried, but you look at earlier in the movie, Kylo couldn't kill Leia. Yeah, I mean, it's like okay, he couldn't kill Leia, but that's not going to stop him or the other people from killing everybody except Leia. No, but what I'm saying is, if Leia had gone out like instead of Luke to get Kylo. Cause I'm just saying like if anyone else had been a distraction, cause that's all that Luke provided was a distraction. So the rest of them could escape. Yeah. But you kind of need hologram Luke. If Leia went out there, the way it works is Kylo says, fire everything you've got. Leia dies. And then they continue to march forward. Right. Or, or they just are like, okay, bring Leia onto the ship, continue on with the assault. Like it could have, we could sit here and talk about. What yeah, if, no, I know. There's a lot of what ifs. I'm just saying that like overall, I think I'm I'm with Robbie on this one where it's more likely that they could have just straight out wiped out the resistance there. Okay. Yeah. What, what is your, your what, was your, what, yeah, what, what is your picture? My, my number three is actually The Force Awakens. Uh, this might be a hot take, but uh, it's because it kind of like it's uh, the scene where Starkiller Base totally annihilates the New Republic, and it's just kind of like, yep, there it goes. That's there's all like the peace and order in the galaxy that could possibly like do anything. Now it's just you guys. Now it's just your resistance who is going to ultimately end up just enough to fit in the Falcon. And also they kill Han Solo, who like I, he's not really so much a face for the resistance at that point as he is just kind of like a legend. He's just a face for like he's heroes. a face for good yeah. for the audience. Yeah. And so like you kill this major like good figurehead. Uh, it's like. All like the order of the galaxy is now just gone, and it's just pretty much like, oh, the first order is now like they're kind of in control now, and it's just they like a super mass genocide, which is pretty, like while they are relatively faceless, that's still a big deal. They just five planets, like, yeah. They wiped out like an entire system, yeah. And so it's kind of a big deal. And yes, they destroy Starkiller Base, but now they gotta be on the run for ever. This was like the only time they're ever going to really be on top because like we've talked about. Less Jedi is really just watching the Resistance get whittled down while also watching the First Order kind of get whittled down as well. Yeah. And so it's just, I, I think it's a pretty big deal. I think it's a pretty big that's yeah. where, that's where I can't, villain victory. That's where The Force Awakens falls lower. And I understand, like, on paper, that sounds like a lot. I feel like the reason that it doesn't work as well for me is perhaps like Revenge of the Sith does where the entire Republic falls is we don't really have a sense of what the Republic is at this point. Like, no, I, I, get, you, yeah. I, I get that. I, I, was, I was definitely thinking about this a lot more you know, like sheer on, numbers. on paper. Yeah. 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 I so, mean, 
it just like, doesn't like, have the same like weight what, for me. What, that... what it means, kind of like uh, in the last episode, talking about like the trench run, yeah, and talking about like, oh, like this is what it means, and this is iconic for this. Except then, like you also kind of later said, like it's not as like dynamic as other battles, and I think we all clear, we all saw that. I was thinking a lot more of like the dynamics of things mm-hmm. rather than like the meanings of things. Yeah. I guess I I guess I think a lot more on paper rather no, than that's yeah. Kind that's of, fine. And that's that's cool. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 My only thing with the Force Awakens because I have it high but not this high. Mine's a um, little. Mine's like a little bit lower. Well, yeah. Actually, it is lower. Than I, I can do these but three in any order because they're kind of my next three yeah. anyway. So. But the reason why I don't have Star Killer or Force Awakens high is that, like you said, Star Killer base blows up, which is a win. Also, I think it shows how much stronger Ray is in this movie because Ray is able to beat kylo ren i know he doesn't lose like die or anything but it's clear that ray has the upper hand in that fight and is pretty close to like defeating him and so i think that alone already kind of shows that the jedi are on the resistance are a little bit stronger which i think like there's a lightsaber battle i would give ray the win in that so i don't think like kylo as a sith kind of is uh is the victor there? And then also with Starkiller Base blowing up, I think that's yeah. well, that's a clear the resistance won there. That's my only critique of it. But I yeah. agree with what like, you say yeah, about it like, blowing up. Like sheer numbers, it's yeah, yeah. It's sheer a numbers, it's win for the first like, order. And, just and like, Han, and yeah. just like what it all means is also yeah. very very yeah. big. No, I, I agree. Yeah, and maybe it's just because of, like that opening crawl doesn't give you an idea that the New Republic is very strong. Like, yeah, like, I, I, so rec- I recognize the weaknesses in yeah. it. I'm just saying... Because, yeah. like, there's already a separate resistance that's just kind of being funded by the New Republic. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I understood that dynamic better, it would have more weight to it. But, like, you don't really get a sense of what the New Republic is. Yeah. And so I, it doesn't feel as dire to me as, like, The Last Jedi. Like, or no, even like, that, the Jedi. That, that's totally fair. Yeah. So, so what do what do we want to do for this next rank? Do we want to keep going? Do we want to select? I'm fine. I'm fine putting Last Jedi. Yeah, y'all y'all yeah. fought y'all fought valiantly enough for it. I'm I'm okay with it. All right. <laughs> this is what Carter and I were talking about before we recorded was how good of a fight we were going to put up for this movie. Uh, so I, yeah, I think my net loss theory kind of or mindset on it kind of. I mean, I can't I can't really argue the a zero sum game is not great, but. I think it's close to a zero. I think it's the closest out of any of them to a zero sum. Here's here, here's why I look at it is the rest of these. But I think that well, I think the Luke Skywalker bit at the end. I just I can't. You can't beat that argument. That you're right. They would have been destroyed if Luke wasn't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that, and then what I at least for the rest of the ones I have, they all kind of end with some sort of victory, at this point. Whereas this is kind of the new like even at worst, even at like best, it's a zero sum game for everyone, right? Is that that's kind of what you're saying? Is that no one comes out on top of? Yeah, I feel like after this, every other movie, the good guys come out on top in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, the way I the way I'm seeing my maybe list, not as much the Force Awakens, which we've kind of touched on, but they the note yeah. they end on is Starkiller base is blown up and the Resistance lives to fight another day. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The way I'm looking at it, yeah. After this, it's like. Some are straight up wins and some are like bittersweet, like yeah. The Force Awakens. So that being said, let's talk about number four. Number four. Uh, this is where I had Return of the Jedi. Okay. So I agree with all your arguments about Return of the Jedi. I was more just arguing for yeah. Last Jedi supremacy there. Um, this is where I have a new hope. Okay. I have a new hope. Four, uh, one, two, three, four. 
delete right here. Yeah, so right here. But I had Return of the Jedi. I had it. Right, right, right. This is also where I have a new hope. Okay. Really? Yeah. What do you guys... Okay, what do you guys... Are you talking about Alderaan? Is so, that really... No. Well, okay. So for me... Alderaan and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Over, all, so Alderaan is like a first like devastating show of power. And you're like, oh no, how are they going to beat this? But to me, the more important one is Obi-Wan. I would agree. Up until the whole movie... You're under the impression that, you know, because going off of, like, no one really... Because you have to consider Star Wars as, like, the first one. There was nothing else before it. Right. So going into it, you're really, like, you're, like, oh, Obi-Wan is clearly, you know, the strong, like, the wise one who knows the answers, who can help, who can do everything... And then to watch him just kind of almost unceremoniously just be killed. It's very unceremonious. He, he doesn't even, yeah, he, I mean, he doesn't put he, up a final purpose, but, but just to watch him basically just die, um, without a fight, you're very much like, oh yeah. And Luke's like, oh, I have nothing else now. Yeah. The, the <laughs> one thing really that makes to, me fight against that a long time is, before he can come back is Obi-Wan's you know, through the force talking to him later. I still feel like there's but like a bit of try. Like, I, like that I, I, comes back when I'm just saying like in that moment of Obi-Wan's death, I don't know that Luke's ever more traumatized. Yeah. I'm, other I, than, other when, than when he learns that Darth Vader's his father. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like, it's it, like in the same, like Carter says, like when this was like the first one, it's like nothing's come before this. And up to that point, like this was all the star Wars you were ever going to have. And it's like, Oh, this guy clearly knows the enemy. He clearly knows this Darth Vader guy. Like he knows how to beat him, and then he just turns into a puddle of cloth, and it's like shit. And he was yeah. he was like, yeah, it was like just totally traumatizes Luke. It's like, how is Luke gonna recover from this? How are they gonna beat these guys now? And then blowing up Alderaan is kind of like, well, shit. Like they are yeah. really the ultimate force of power. And, and even I, if you listen to like some of the dialogue when they walk in. Like when Tarkin first walks in, he's like the Galactic Senate has, or the the Galactic Senate has been disbanded. So it's yeah. like the Empire is taking total control. That's true. And like there's yeah. absolutely nothing to keep them in yeah. check now. I think also like one another thing Obi Wan represents is we we see him as the guy who's going to train Luke and mm-hmm. make him strong yeah. enough to beat the resistance. And then he dies, and it's like, well, yeah, Luke he doesn't, doesn't really get to, to train him that yeah. much. So Luke doesn't have the training or any of the like any of the knowledge to beat Darth Vader at all yeah yeah, that's true and especially since like Obi-Wan was kind of like was going to be was going to be the father figure to Luke from that point on after Luke's only family had just been incinerated that's another part too yeah Yeah. okay you guys have totally swayed me on this I'm willing to put a new hope here if that's I mean you and I had because I had you had Return of the Jedi Jedi I I guess I'm gonna swell my ranking but I honestly have Return of the Jedi last. Really? Which is really? why I'm like... I I also kind of have Return of the Jedi very low. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. We, ha- we could maybe split the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's last. I definitely have one where I'm like... I, I think New Hope is next on our rankings. We can put New Hope we, here. We can put New yeah, Hope yeah. here. I'm fine with that. Bob Hope. Do we want to talk about Return of the Jedi or should we, do you want to drop in the next slot? Well, we'll do in the next. I mean, because we've already. I mean, we already yeah. talked about. Everything. So let's okay. talk about number five. This is where I have the Force Awakens. This is also where I have the Force Awakens. This is also where I have the Force Awakens. I and you, ha- I had Attack of the Clones. Okay, so might be, might be. I feel like everything I say is a hot take this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, ex- explain your Attack of the Clones because we've talked about the Force Awakens yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so shoot, what was my thought process for Attack of the Clones? 
things. I think it's because this one does kind of like end in futility. Yes. Like many yeah. of the middle chapters do because it's like, oh, like we did not stop the separatists. They managed to get away with the ultimate plan. Dooku got away. Anakin got his arm cut off. Obi-Wan got his ship pushed in. Yoda wasn't able to stop Count Dooku. And then... Uh, On top of all of that, everything's happening in... <laughs> Like according to the emperor's yeah, plan, it's, yeah, it's all according to the emperor's plan. The yeah, he's manipulated the senate to be like, no, you will make this clone army now because we don't have a choice. We have to go to war, which is exactly what they want. And then uh, when Padme falls off the ship, and Anakin's like, no, Padme, and he wants to go after her. And the no, like, what would she do if she was in your position? And but Anakin goes on to just get his ship pushed in, and it's like, you didn't listen to your feelings. And you still didn't win. You also get and like, the first real taste of Anakin turning to the dark side. Yeah, that too. He just goes too. and murders and an entire people. village of sand yeah, people. Yeah, that, also that. And so I, that's why I have it here kind of towards the tail end of the middle. It's just yeah. because it is very... It is, yeah. it is a very dim ending when you yeah. think about it. I have clones next, so I agree completely. Okay. I, it's like right... It's it's my next one, so I, okay. I have the same feelings. I get Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, and maybe it's just because I get caught with like... At the end, there's a wedding, and... <laughs> And but, it's a bittersweet what well, yeah, yeah. it's like two seconds. Well, that's also a betrayal of his own. Yeah, there's, order. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like broader it's a forbidden stuff. love. It's, yeah, forbidden love. Yeah. So and there's a lot of sand in this one. You know, yeah. I don't like sand. bunch yeah. of sand. There is. Oh, and of the ones that go to a sand planet. And, and of like, the ones that go to a sand planet, this one probably has the least amount of sand. <laughs> And also, Maybe, yeah. and also, Obi Wan's whole side mission ultimately kind of ends up in vain. Where yeah, he gets captured. Yeah, There's he, really he no gets point. captured as soon as he gets there. And like, yes, he told like the Jedi where he's going to be so they can come in. But still, like, he gets captured. When Anakin and Padme go to get him, they get captured. And it's like, jeez. <sighs> yeah, it's true. for sure. It's like this, for sure. Like, Attack of the Clones is so much better on paper than it is in yes. execution. I've always been <laughs> yeah. a firm believer that if you were to that the story of the prequel trilogy is really good. Like if you were to tell someone, oh, like, yeah. tell them the story of like, all three movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It would be really good. It's just in execution of watching it, you're like, why did they have the pear scene? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> to show that Anakin's a rebel, because if he was doing that while uh, Obi-Wan was around, Obi-Wan would be very grumpy. That's true. Why That's do they true. have Jar Jar Binks at all? Yeah. Because it's no, a kids no, movie. Okay, no, Jar Jar Binks toys. is important in this one. In well, yeah, Jar Jar Binks is the one that's character, is, but his power. personality. No, is not. yeah, but but his he's any any he's anyone could have filled in. Give, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Senator number three could have yeah. done that. His character, yes, but his personality, everything about him. Yeah, no. no. Okay, oh, no. I I would say we could do. I no. I would say we could do Force Awakens here. Attack of the Clones next. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm I'm down with that. So yeah. Return of the Jedi keeps falling down, or so then Return. Yes, I would like to put Return of the Jedi next. Yeah, because I have Attack of the Clones at seven, so I'm. I have because we're on seven now, aren't we? Yeah. No, we're on six now. We're on we're, six now. Well, we're talking about six, so we're putting Attack of the Clones at six. Wait, I have Attack of the Clones. So at we six. do Force Awakens. So For, it's Force Awakens at five. Force Awakens at five. Yes. Then I think we were saying Attack of the Clones at six. Attack of okay. the Clones at six. Yeah, I have Clones at six. And so we need to talk about what our number sixes are. Yeah. My number six was The Last Jedi. My number six was A New Hope. Okay. My number six was The Last Jedi. Mine was Clones. Or six was Clones. So all of them are done. So yeah. So we do... What, what is the ranking right now? Number one, Revenge of the Sith. Number two, Empire. Number three, The Last Jedi. Number four, A New Hope. Number five, The Force Awakens. Number six, Attack of the Clones. Yes. So now That's it's between seven. Solo and so Jedi. Solo and Jedi. So I yeah. think... I think Return of the Jedi has a... 
is much. Yeah, I think Return of the Jedi is much dire, more dire than Solo. Even though yes. they ultimately overcome and they have yeah. to, they wrap up the story at the end. Because overall, Solo, none of them are good people. No, they're no. all bad people. Yeah, and it's like if, I don't know. Han's a good guy. Han's a good guy. Han's but good if, Han, you're wait, the good guy. Wait, Han's a good guy. Han's the good guy. Even Han's the if, good guy. Well, no, he's a bad guy. He's even bad if guy. they I'm had were guy. unsuccessful, and either the gangster had killed them or if the their ship had exploded, it, there is no real consequence to anything. Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. the only reason why I put Solo over Jedi because, I mean, both. I, in my opinion, don't really have much to gain for the Sith. But the the reason why I have Solo up is because uh, it's the setup for like whatever Darth Maul is going to be for later on. Okay. Mm. Did we all forget the Darth Maul no, scene? No, no, no. I, I'm trying to understand as, what you as, mean. As what much mean as I'd that? like to forget the Darth Maul scene. What well, you, because I assume that Darth Maul is going to be in a future Star Wars movie. I mean, no. Dar- I, Maybe. To spoil, I think so. I, unless I there's could, anything... No, I mean, no. I, I don't think it's just an I'm Easter just gonna say, I'm going to say you get closure to his storyline in a TV show. Yeah. Right. So, so you, unless you something happens between... It would happen between his, Rebels and... And Solo. Solo. And it's like, yeah, that, that would be good for whatever that is, but for Solo, it doesn't really... Yeah, because it, doesn't it really pretty much serve sets any purpose. up whatever happens later, but yeah. not yeah. the actual movie itself. I also judge... Or not judge Jedi, because I mean, Jedi's great, but... For this particular ranking, I didn't. I put it so low, or I put it last because it literally ends with a party on multiple planets. Yeah, but even everyone's celebrating. Like, a lot they of, all want to sit this dead end it's happily. Like, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's but it's like, a new for, hope ends with a medal ceremony. In its, yeah, like, in its in its climax. <laughs> for some in its reason, climax, uh, it's like oh, we're still uh, Return of the Jedi we're still on the like, run. Here's a gold. They push. could just all it's die like, and lose, and it's only because really of a, a fluke that they. Because everything they had planned for goes to shit. It's true. I mean, the it's a matter of the Sith almost won, which is great. But now by the end of the movie, the Sith is non-existent, which is as big of a loss as you can get for the Sith. Yeah, but we're talking about moments. It's like moments in the film. It's not necessarily the... Because a lot of the movies end happily. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I was saying, some of them are victories, some of them are bittersweet victories. Yeah, I think really our top three are the only ones where... The movie as a whole. The is movie a net, as a whole is a net loss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can put we can put Return of the Jedi yeah. second I, and then Solo last. I was yeah, just I, presenting that, my why uh, I yeah, yeah. put it last. Yeah, because I are, have I have Return of the Jedi seventh and Solo last because with Solo it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like none of this really matters at the yeah. end of the day. And like, even though like Kira gets away, it's kind of like I don't care because we didn't really learn anything about any of these characters. They're all very shallow, whereas, like, with a Return of the Jedi, oh, overall, there are more victories for the good guys than the bad guys, but just when, like, Luke is brought before the Emperor, he's kind of like, no, we're going to destroy your friends, like, the like the deflector shield will be fully operational by the time your friends arrive, and it's like, damn, like, we thought we had the upper hand, but we're going straight into the trap, and, like, yeah. what's yeah. going to happen? So that's pretty big, but I didn't think that was as big as everything else that had come before it that we talked about. So that's why I had it so low. And then so low. But then so low. Then so low so was so low. Yeah. So yeah. we're all in agreement here. Number seven, Return of the Jedi. Number, Number eight, eight, and leaving this week is Solo, solo. a Star Wars. Yes. A Star Wars okay. story. Sure. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. 
This, that's that's it. <laughs> this is also a sigh of relief to everyone listening that Solo's not going to win this <laughs> this season. So, I've honestly because some people could have been scared of me. that. I've been surprised it made it this far. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, Solo for me is smack dab in the middle of my rankings. I mean, so I'm like. I, Solo is number nine out of the ten Star Wars movies for me. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> but then again, there's not a Star Wars movie that I absolutely hate or dislike. I think they're all good movies. I love them all. Like I, I, I thought you like hated Attack of the Clones. It's my least favorite, but I I still find it watchable. I know. I don't dislike any of the movies. Yeah. I actually like every Star Wars movie. I've grown to like, like I've grown to like Phantom Menace and. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Like I've I used, never I used, disliked I used the Phantom Menace. I used to actively be like, I don't like these movies. Um, but I've grown to like parts of both of them a lot now. And it's it's very much, I don't dislike any Star Wars movie. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I like I, I like Attack of the Clones in like a so bad it's good kind of way. Because like there is the good stuff, but then like the rest of them just kind of like, sure. Well, even talking it's, about... It's entertaining. Even talking about the stuff we've talked about, there's certain things that you can find to appreciate like, in the yeah, movie. Yeah, but just like... I like Star Wars like I like a friend. I think overall they're great, and sometimes they provide some of the happiest moments of my life. But, I mean, they're not perfect. They make mistakes. They have their flaws. But overall, love them. Love okay. them to death. Yeah. I think putting together, the, or at least for me, putting together my rankings for this episode was harder than the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> our yeah. episode was not it's, very long. No. No. It was, it was a lot easier than it yeah. seemed. Apparently. I, I guess I just overthought it. There's a lot of parallel thinking for the most part. For yeah. the most part, yeah. Yeah, I'm Okay, but I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. Let's cool. uh, do cool. our recommendations and head yeah. out. All right. Sign off. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CSBillers. Like, spill something in your NNS. Um, my recommendation this week is definitely something I thought of mm-hmm. before doing this right now. Um... I'm gonna recommend a good movie that Called. is great. Oh no, I know I'm gonna recommend. I'm gonna recommend Monty Python's Flying Circus. Oh, um, Monty Python to me is like the source of my entire sense of humor. Um, and Flying Circus, not for everyone, but uh, I mean, I love. I mean, I love like Life of Brian and and all the movies and uh, Holy Grail, obviously. But Flying Circus is just like pure distilled like. Monty Python when they could because re- they just had so much time and resources they really could do like whatever the fuck they wanted mm-hmm. and so uh, there's a lot of it there and it's very very funny and pleasant okay yeah you find me on Twitter and Snapchat at Brett J-H-N-S-N number one my recommendation this week is gonna be the original John Carpenter's Halloween I know we just I know Halloween just happened and it's no longer spooky season but I'd feel remiss if I did not give that movie a shout out because it is Probably the best horror film of all time. So it's real good. Yeah, the original Halloween. All right, uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Robbie underscore DeShazer. Uh, if you're looking for something to watch in the post Halloween times, I highly recommend the 2014 uh, horror comedy What We Do in the Shadows. So good. Something I'm surprised we hadn't recommended yet was <laughs> when I checked the list a couple weeks ago. I was like, huh, we haven't recommended uh, Taika Waititi. And Jermaine Clement's a great, you know, New Zealand vampire horror comedy. If you haven't checked it out yet, good time. Good time. Just watch it. You can find me at Phoenix on Twitter. Follow me there. I hope I tweet things you like. Um, 
Brett, I need you to take a look at the list for me and tell me right. if I've recommended against all of you, if I've recommended Francis Haw. You have not. Francis Haw is my recommendation. I love it. Don't it's not watch popular it. in this room. It's great. I've never seen it. So. it it's great. It's, not a fan. It's so good. And check it out. It's on Netflix. Also, not to be mean, but <laughs> No, no, no. I I, I brought it up kind yeah. of. No, to you're, no, you're response. <laughs> I, response. I appreciate Francis Haw as a film. Like from a filmmaking aspect, it's perfectly fine. And Greta Gerwig is great in it. Yeah. I think she's Greta great. Gerwig's great. But overall, I am just not a fan of the movie. I think it, it's one of those that gets kind of like over preached by like film students who are like, oh my God, Francis Ha. And I'm like, that's odd because I never like, heard anybody talk about it in film school. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just, I, a, it's just pleasant. It's happy. I, I love it. It, but I, it, like, it reminds, like, I mean, like it's fine, but yeah. I'm not like dying over it. It's just a happy, fun movie. Well, there you go. <laughs> Those are our recommendations. Those are our Twitter handles and such. Uh, go ahead. Oh, also, uh, since she's not here, we'll just go ahead and tell you. Uh, you can go follow Shannon uh, Widener, our usual extra co-host here, at uh, on Letterboxd at Zed's Dead 5. Uh, she'll be back here next week's episode. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, uh, at Film Fracas. Um, donate to our anchor. We can, you can do that, and uh, we're very excited for you guys to hear our next episode. Mm-hmm. So thanks, thanks for listening. having me on a back to back. Oh yeah, thank yeah. you for coming. Thanks for yeah. coming. Always doing back to back episodes. Come yeah, back, I like revisiting. Yeah, I love love doing this. I miss this. Okay, well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Film Fracas. We know there are a lot of shows on the web, and we are so glad you took the time to listen to ours. Thank you to Brett Johnson, Robbie DeShazer, and Shannon Widener for helping to write and produce each episode. Please consider giving us a five-star rating wherever you listen. It really does help get the word out. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Film Fracas. Once again, thanks for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode.